Welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Nada Veda and I am your host. I'm feeling a little bit better than last week. I think I cut all the coughs out of last week's episode, but if I left a few in there, apologies. I don't know what's been going on still, but I am going to an allergist, allergy specialist, immunologist, something like that on Monday, which I am low-key hyped for because hype whoa let's redo that which i am low-key hyped for because i haven't done an allergy test in years i think my last one was when i was either in high school or college either way it's been at least three to four years so i'm excited i will say that since changing my diet i haven't really felt a lot of things happening like negatively than they were so i think it's a mix of everything um diet i don't know what else it's just so crazy to me how what you put into your body really just changes things and really makes up so much of how you're feeling and what you're going through I am someone who I've always ate very healthy. I am a huge fan of uh, tracking your macros and I've been doing it for, I was going to say months, but I think it's a year at this time. I do go on and off of it, but I think this was a longer streak I've had. It was about a year, but I, I know I just wasn't really looking at the quality. I was really just focusing on how much I was getting into my body, which that's one of the downsides of macro tracking. And we can talk about this in another episode, like do a really big deep dive on just macro tracking. But yes, it does tell you how much to eat if you have certain goals, whether you want to gain weight, gain muscle, maintain your weight, lose weight, whatever it is. It's the quantity though. The quality of your food also matters a lot because theoretically you could be eating like let's say your carb goal is 150 grams of carbs you could eat that all in rice krispie treats is it the best thing to do no but like you could probably hit your carb goal with just eating rice krispie treats so just a little bit of friendly advice i think it's always a balance of quality and quantity and i also do preach and i've been using the whole 80 20 rule but I mean, you know, we all have our ups and downs. I love snacking too, and my snack choices may not be the best, and my food choices may not be the best all the time. I don't account for my six-hour lattes that I get at least four times a week, and I should. So that's on me as well. And, you know, we're not all perfect, but that's that on that. So I think food quality is so, so important. And if you had asked me this time last year, I would have told you that who gives a flying fuck about gut health and all this stuff, like just eat whatever you want to eat, eat your fruits, eat your vegetables. That's it. It turns out that's not it. And it turns out there's so many other things that go into it. And yeah, we can do a whole deep dive on that later. But today I've had this episode topic on my mind for a while and I'm like excited for it. I want to talk about girl versus boy workouts. And we're just going to say girl and boy. Like we're not going to say man or woman, male or female. Like we're going to use girl versus boy because I think that's just cuter. And this is just for fun. Like if you don't know this by now, my podcast is not 
I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor by any means. Yes, I'm a certified personal trainer. Yes, I'm a certified nutrition coach. I am also duly certified as a New York State teacher, both in general and special education. But I also love to have fun. And I think this is funny and it's meant to be taken lightly and just wholeheartedly. If you take offense to any of these terms, whatever, I mean, then don't listen to this episode, but this is all in good fun. So I want to talk about boys and boys and girls, boys versus girls in the gym. I'm going to be talking about the differences of workout styles and just overall things because why not end this on a fun note. And next week is going to be the final episode of my first year. So it's going to be a nice little reflective moment to look back on the year on. And I'm excited for that. So yeah, I thought what better way to end this than with something that I find so funny and we're going to get right into it. So we're going to talk about girl versus boy workouts. Alrighty, just another disclaimer that this is for fun and it's not to be taken too seriously. So now that we got that out of the way, we're going to be talking about more commercial gyms. We're not, we're going to touch upon classes later, but this is more like your everyday gym that has cardio machines, weights, cable machines, free weights, squat racks, all that good stuff. So boys in the gym, I feel like are so funny. (laughs) And when I say boy, again, I'm referring to the male species, but I think this one does tie in more to the actual boy in that like the high school, like early college age. I feel like they're the ones who do a lot of like the weird stuff in the gym like boys in the gym they're called your gym bros for a reason like you see the ones for like those big bulky guys like wearing a skinny tank top and carrying a jug of water bottle which like i am going to tell you right now those are the nicest like some of the nicest people in the gym it's the ones who look the most intimidating that are literally the nicest and sweetest people so if you see a gym bro don't be intimidated like he's harmless I just think they're so funny. I don't know what it is. Like they're, they're funny. I feel like men do so much of like the yelling and the grunting when they're in the gym. Like you see a gym bro or even not a gym bro, like any guy working in the gym and he's benching or he's doing a chest press or whatever. He is grunting. Like you hear the, oh, like, ah, like whatever sound they make that I cannot do. I think is hilarious and it's not every guy but it is like such a big majority of them and Gil does it too I think I don't know maybe we should cut that out I don't know if actually does it but I just think it's so funny I don't know and like obviously it's not like they're not working hard like if like they're benching probably more than I can lift in one of their arm their hands so go figure but I think it's funny those are the ones who are yelling like when their friend gets a PR or something, they're like, yeah, bro. And like they high five and chest bump and whatever. I think it's funny. Um, I feel like also when guys are doing their gym picks, it's the funniest thing because my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends is on Hinge and she'll show me people's profiles. And if you're a gym bro, it's like you have that stereotypical gym pick where it's like your arms are flexed or you're like in the bath gym bathroom in the front of the mirror and you're taking a selfie and it's just the funniest thing to me 
I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I find it hilarious. In like the most nicest way. Like I have respect to anyone who has ever walked into a gym. I have respect for anyone who actively is working out and doing any physical activity because you're obviously bettering yourself, which we all should be doing. So yeah, I think it's funny. Um, I feel like guys also, they are so into like a one rep max. Like you don't really see that many girls one rep maxing things, but you do see guys who will put like 50 plates on the barbell and then do one squat and then they're done. I feel like girls really don't do that. I feel like we're pretty diligent and good about our sets and reps, but yeah, that's what I found at the gym too. Um, they also love, you know, the one rep max on a bench squats, pretty much anything with a bar or a weight they love. And yeah, though, I feel like that's how boys act in the gym. I feel like they are either like they have their headphones on and they don't want to be bothered or they're the complete opposite. And they literally talk to everyone, whether it's the gym staff or the people working out and they don't shut up. And then they put their stuff like on a squat rack and then they'll leave to have a 30 minute conversation and they come back and like their squat rack is taken because they haven't been there for 30 minutes and then they get mad. Like that's the type of people I'm talking about, which I have seen it in so many gyms and I think it's funny, but you know, it is what it is. I think girls are a lot different in the gym, the way they act. First of all, I, I've said this before on one of my favorites, like episodes ago, I love the new gym girl aesthetic of an oversized tee tucked into the back of your sports bra. But I feel like we're changing the aesthetic and I feel like, okay, is it just me? I feel like all the weightlifting girlies are now becoming Pilates girlies. Like what's going on? Are we done weightlifting? Because I never got the memo, but also I felt so out of, I felt so out of love with weight training. Like I really kind of dread going to the gym and training weights but I weirdly crave and want to do a pure bar class. Like, I don't really know what's going on, but I think it's just been a whole movement lately of we've all built our physique or are building our physique through weight training. And now that we have it, it's like, okay, now we're going to maintain and just tighten and tone those little muscles that you don't really get from weightlifting or that are a little bit harder to target weightlifting. And now that's why we're all doing Pilates and bar. So if I'm wrong, tell me, but I feel like that's the vibe I'm getting. Unless my TikTok algorithm is just so skewed to that niche, but I'm part of the niche. So I'm going to talk about that. Anyway, um, girls in the gym, let's, let's call it like it is. We love to chit chat. We do again, not every girl, just like not every guy is a gym bro, but all the girls and everyone I've talked to at the gym who has talk to me or I've talked to, or I've seen, they're all women. Like they, we don't shut the fuck up. Sometimes we love chit chatting, but to be fair, the gym is probably someone's like only so form of social interaction. So you can't really like yuck their yum on that one. But I do think it's worth noting that women love to chit chat. I've worked with clients who I think we spent maybe 30 minutes of their 60 minute sessions just chit chatting. And obviously they're working while they're doing it, but like it's so interesting than training men who men are just kind of there to like get it done and go. Women love chit chatting and it could be about anything, which also I feel like is so great because 
I know for me at least, I did not have any friends who went to the gym. I didn't know anyone who worked out when I first got into uh, fitness and lifting five plus years ago. None of my friends did it. I had no one to go to the gym with. I went by myself. And I wish that I had like maybe a girl there who I talked to. But I also went at six in the morning like a crazy person. Which I go at six in the morning now, so it's not that crazy. So that doesn't make sense. But when I was first new, I was also a lot more shy. So maybe that has to do with it. But I'm just, I feel like I love that right now it's so much more common for women to go to the gym together and just to work out together. And no matter what you do, like I had a workout with my friend, I think it was last week and we did back day and it was so fun. Like we also were chit chatting, but we were still getting work done, aka getting these back gains. So chit chat all you want. I don't really care. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's just funny. I think it's worth noting. And yeah. I feel like as long as you're getting a workout in, then who cares? But I think where it's annoying for people is that if you're chit-chatting and you're by the one hip thrust machine your gym has, then it's like, okay, you kind of have to like get your shit together and like do your sets and reps and then go. I will say one thing that I do when I work out with friends is I'll do a set and she'll rest. And then when she's resting, I'll do the set. So we're not just both resting at the same time. We're kind of like going through it and having a nice balance of gossiping because who doesn't love a good gossip sesh? I'm pretty sure Carrie Bracha quoted, let's gossip to make our heart rates go higher. So yeah, if you're a gym girly, work out with someone and you can also get the tea while you get your gains in. I also feel like there's a type of girls and this is me in the mornings when I train by myself. If I have my headphones in, do not talk to me. Like, you know those girls. Like, they have their headphones in. Their oversized tee is tucked in. They have their flat shoes on getting ready for heavy-ass lifts. They do not want to be talked to or bothered. And I can attest to that because I am that bitch. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like guys go to the gym to kind of – not. I shouldn't say this. I feel like some guys who go to the gym a lot go there to pick up girls. And if they see an attractive woman, then like obviously you want to try and hit on her and get her number or whatever. But this girl I'm telling you is so unbothered and does not want to be anywhere near you until she's at least done with her set or on her way out. So if you are a guy who's trying to pick up girls at the gym or whatnot, or you think this girl's hot or whatever it is, do it once she's leaving or and when she's done with the set, like don't do it if she's in the middle of anything, because especially if she has those big ass over the ear headphones on, she does not want to be bothered. Now that we've gone over the etiquette, let's say, of boys and girls in the gym, let's talk about different types of workouts that boys and girls do. I feel like when men are at the gym, Like, again, this is all in good fun because I know, I just know someone's going to say something about this episode, but we are having fun with it. And I feel like there's a reason things are stereotypes, like things are stereotypes for a reason. I don't even know what I just said, but let's be, let's call spade a spade. Men, train upper body. Like, you all love training upper body. That doesn't mean women don't. It just means men, like, they're going to have a bigger chest. They're going to have bigger arms. They're going to have bigger backs, bigger biceps, bigger triceps, bigger 
chest, I say, right? And that's just like, it is what it is. I feel like women, like I have tried so hard to grow my back. And when I tell you that my upper body, it's made significant progress, but it's also kind of like enough. Like we have made progress, we're done. And I am so fine with it because I love my arms. I love the way they look. I love my upper body. I've were also worked really hard the past five years to lift heavy, to put on muscle and to really get nice sculpted shoulders and triceps and a nice back and everything. And I have done the work and I've put in the hours to do it. And I am proud to accomplish that and say that I fucking did it. I will never look like a man who naturally will have thicker and like stockier built than me. It's just never going to happen. And do I necessarily want to have like Gil's arms who are, and he's like jacked? No, I don't want bigger biceps. Like I think mine are fine the way they are. And I also don't think it's anything bad. Like if men love to train upper body, then that's what they do. I feel like when you look at a man's workout split versus a woman's, like men are predominantly upper body and women are predominantly lower body. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. I don't think men focus as much on legs because I don't know why. Maybe I should have gotten a man on this episode to uh, talk about that. But, you know, it is what it is. I not saying men don't train lower body because they do. I've seen it in my gym, but like, I like feel so bad. I don't want to like grill Gil in this episode, but like, like when we first met and then he was training, like he told me that he wanted to grow his calves. And like three years later, like his calves grew like a little bit, but like, they're still not super big. Like he doesn't have like jack calves, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like men's bodies are just so different than ours genetically because even women like we have naturally bigger hips because we're meant to bear children so when you take the genetics factor into it I think that has a lot to do with the ways the different workouts are styled and yeah that's my thoughts on that I again I've seen men train upper body and lower body I think men obviously train lower body like it's not saying that, but I definitely think they love their upper body days. And yeah, like when, no, I shouldn't say that, but I feel like when I see on Instagram, like men posting, um, like a PR or like whatever they're proud of, it's always a bench or a press. Like it's never really a, actually, no, I will say it's a squat sometimes, but very rarely do I see men like doing hip thrusts, for example, you know, like it's, I think I've, I really haven't seen anyone do that. So it is what it is. But on the other hand, women, we fucking love booty gains over here. And Easter egg, um, I haven't done a booty gains episode in a while. So <clears throat> keep an eye out for that because there have been so many changes to my booty gains game. And I think it's time to update y'all on that. But again, women, I think we love leg day. We love glute day. Let's we all know we love it. Um, I also think that women, even if you don't love leg hair training glutes, I think at one point you did. I think every, okay, here's how I think of fit. And like the, when I say like a gym girl, I'm talking about like the weightlifting bodybuilding girlies. 
I think when you first joined the gym, like you're all about the leg gains and the booty gains. And then you realize that upper body, like training upper body and upper body gains are key. And then you kind of ride that wave. And then you fall back in love with training lower body. And then you love like the hamstrings and the quads and the booty pop. Like you love all that. And then you go back to upper body. I think it's a vicious cycle of what you fall in love with. And I think that in every stage of your life, just like every stage of your training is always going to be different and it's continuously evolving and changing and modifying and you're adapting and you're accommodating to everything that's going on with life. So it's only natural to really love and really want to grow your shoulders at this time of your life. And then a few years later, you just really love growing your legs or your hamstrings. Like it's so normal and common. Like your training style and your training regimen is going to change. But yeah, I think that women love leg and glute days. I also think women, just because we are women and hello, girl power. Like I love, I think back day too is great. I mean, and I'm just talk, making it about me, but I think the general consensus is Yes, everyone can train everything and everyone should train everything. But like men, you focus a little bit more on upper body. Women, you might focus a little bit more on lower body and that's fine. Like it's not a big deal. And this doesn't mean it's you specifically. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that is not me, then that's fucking great. Like, congrats. This is just the majority of the population. And that's why stereotypes are there for a reason. But I also think women are more like, let's rewind that. I also think women are more likely to be on the cardio machines. That's just the way it is. If I look at any gym, I think there's maybe like a 80% of women are there and then 20% of men are there too. Not a bad thing because men should be doing cardio too. Obviously cardio is important for a lot of things, but I do think women, especially because of the stereotypes and because of just the way our emotions, the way we're in tune to our emotions, when we go into the gym, it can be intimidating. I think for men, it's a lot less intimidating. For women, it can be more intimidating. So I think a safe bed and a safe place is always a cardio machine because you you know how to turn a machine on and you just walk. I think to have to go into like a free weight section or using the cables, like that can be intimidating for a lot of people. So, So I'm using that to kind of prove my point in that not everyone who's on the cardio machine is there because they're intimidated. That's not the only reason, but I do think that's why you see a lot of women focusing on cardio. And because let's call spade a fucking spade, men tend to want to gain muscle and put on muscle while women tend to want to lose weight. That's just the way it is. So I think a lot of women think that they have to do cardio to lose weight. Meanwhile, we all know that uh, strength training is one of the most beneficial and successful ways to lose weight and to put on muscle and lose fat to look nice and toned. But that's just, that's that on that. I also think with fitness classes, a lot more women take them than men. Like you go into any fitness class and if there are any men, it's maybe a handful. It's not a significant amount. I think men should do everything too. I think women should do everything. I think men should do fitness classes. Why not? I mean, I don't know. If you don't want to, then don't. But overall, anyone can do anything and everyone should be training everything. Men, everyone needs to train legs. Women, you need to train your upper body especially. And that's my little spiel on that. 
to finish off this episode, just like always, we have our, or my, favorites for the week. This favorite that I have, I got inspo. Okay, do you guys know that TikTok sound? Girl dinner, girl dinner. That's like going around on TikTok, and I am such a horrible singer, but it was, it's like, this is my meal. I call it girl dinner, and she's like singing that. So what I've been doing with my snacks lately, because I, now that I'm not tracking macros, I'm just really trying to focus on what my body wants and needs at the time of eating or whenever I'm eating a meal or a snack or whatever. And I get very indecisive. Like sometimes I want a little bit of everything. So what I do is I make a mini charcuterie board. And it's really just like a bunch of different stuff on a plate that I call a charcuterie board because how cute is that to say? And how fun is that to say? So what I do though, because you know, we're health and fitness girlies over here, but we also love to have fun is I start with some sort of protein. I think the other day I did string cheese. I have low fat string cheese. And then I made this cottage cheese dip and it is so freaking good. It's a pesto dupe, but it's like not really a dupe because it doesn't taste real anything like pesto. I literally, literally just blended cottage cheese and fresh basil into a blender. But guys, it is literally so, so good and so versatile too. So I had my protein from string cheese and the cottage cheese. And then I focus on fresh veggies. So I had some diced cucumbers and fresh baby peppers and then what else did I do? Oh, I had some nutrient-dense carbs. So I had some sourdough bread and I had like a little loaf. So it was like tiny pieces of sourdough. And then what else? Oh, I needed some healthy fats. So I had um, olives because olives are a great source of fat. Plus I kept a little bit of the olive oil that it came in and I kind of like sprinkled that on top of my cottage cheese up. So it made it like extra tasty. And that was it. It was the cutest, most delicious snack I've ever had. Maybe not as good as a Rice Krispie Treat, but it was still delicious and still good. So I am a huge fan of mini charcuterie boards. I also think they're great when you're when you want a snack because I have also been there where I have a full bag of chips and I'm sitting down and I eat the entire family size bag. No shame. But obviously, we may feel great in the moment, but it's not going to feel as great 10 minutes later or an hour later, or especially the next day. So what I found doing these like mini charcuterie board things is that you can really incorporate a bunch of your favorite foods and also make them a little bit more health conscious and just building a more balanced meal, which is exactly what we talked about last week on how to eat out. And I feel like we've done so many episodes on how to build a balanced plate. So So if you're looking for inspo on that, I'm sure it's somewhere on my episodes list. On that note, I am running out of time, but I hope you all have a great week. I am so excited. Next week, it's going to be the one year anniversary episode and my little baby turns one and I'm so freaking excited. I can't wait to just talk and reflect on everything that's happened the past year. And yeah. Um, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you got a good laugh out of it and you can relate because we've all seen men and women at the gym and we all know how they can be. And sometimes you may even fit that stereotype. Like I feel like I fit the woman's gym girl stereotype pretty well. 
maybe like 80% of it, but, but regardless, it's a good time. So I hope you have a great week. You can always follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-G-A. And I will catch you next week. Have a great one.